Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday. We have made it to Wednesday, November 18th. The sun is shining. It is the NBA draft tonight, and we are halfway through the uh, work week. So we have a long gospel today. Um, follows immediately on the heels of Zacchaeus reading yesterday. Uh, so, some, boy, we've had some good gospel readings this week with the blind beggar uh, and Zacchaeus. And now today uh, we have Luke's variation of the gospel we heard from Matthew this past weekend. So let's dive right into it because it's long. Luke 19, 11 to 28. Now, I want you to pay attention. This is Luke's version. Don't just fall into Matthew's version, which is easy to do because there's a, a key, particularly one key difference um, and we're going to focus on that, okay? So Luke 19, 11 to 28. Let's break open God's Word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While people were listening to Jesus speak, he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and they thought that the kingdom of God would appear there immediately. So he said, A nobleman went off to a distant country, to obtain the kingship for himself, and then to return. He called ten of his servants and gave them ten gold coins, and told them, Engage in trade with these until I return. His fellow citizens, however, despised him, and sent a delegation after him to announce, We do not want this man to be our king. But when he returned, after obtaining the kingship, he had the servants called to whom he had given the money to learn what they had gained by trading. The first came forward and said, Sir, your gold coin has earned ten additional ones. He replied, Well done, good servant. You have been faithful in this very small matter. Take charge of ten cities. Then the second came forward and reported, Your gold coin, sir, has earned five more. And to this servant, too, he said, You, take charge of five cities. Then the other servant came and said, Sir, here is your gold coin. I kept it stored away in a handkerchief, for I was afraid of you, because you are a demanding man. You take up what you did not lay down, and you harvest what you did not plant. He said to him, With your own words I shall condemn you, you wicked servant. You knew I was a demanding man, taking up what I did not lay down and harvesting what I did not plant. Why did you not put my money in the bank? Then on my return, I could have collected it with interest. And to those standing by, he said, Take the gold coin from him and give it to the servant who has ten. But they said to him, Sir, he has ten gold coins. He replied, I tell you, to everyone who has, more will be given. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Now, as for those enemies of mine who did not want me as their king, bring them here and slay them before me. After Jesus had said this, he proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Did you catch the difference? A couple differences. Some are minor. Um, in Matthew's gospel this last weekend, uh, 
the the person is not going off to be a king. He's just going off on a trip. And he only calls three servants in. Uh, this one calls in ten. Uh, this person um, is, uh, you know, he, he still only talks to three upon coming back. He doesn't go through all ten. That would be a boring story. And Jesus is just trying to make a point. Um about uh, what we do with with what is given to us, you know. In Matthew's gospel, he gave five to one, three to another, and and one to the to the third, and they made it into ten, six, and or or I think he gave five, two, and and one made it into ten, four, and uh, and just kept the one. Again, those are minor differences, uh, off the same parable. But here's the main difference. Here's the main one. This nobleman is going off to a distant country to obtain kingship for himself. Now, again, we don't speak in in those terms. What does that mean, to go get a kingship? Well, he's a nobleman, and he's got to be conferred uh, this royalty upon him. So he's going off to do that. But it's not a fait accompli, brothers and sisters. He may come back. Um, uh, Not not despised. It's not the word I'm looking for. Humiliated? Um, uh, Fail? Failed in his quest? He may get killed there in his quest for uh, being a kingship because, as it mentions behind him, he, uh, okay, uh, he's going off, um, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, let me get it here. Um, he, okay, blah, blah. His fellow citizens, however, despised him and sent a delegation after him to announce we do not want this man to be our king. And so, which is, is real? The nobleman who knows he is of the people and, and beloved or this delegation who represent the citizens who despise him. And if whoever confers this royalty listens to the delegation over this nobleman, it's very possible the nobleman loses his life. Here's my point. And here I think is, is where the, the, the fulcrum upon which this, this parable hinges because it's very different than Matthew's. Matthew's, he gives talents, and it's clearly about what do we do with our talents here that God has given to us, and and how do we put them at the service of the world, of one another, of God, and and the two are are very simultaneous there, by the way, of creating and building the kingdom of God with God for uh, others in our life. Uh, at the service of our family, at the service of, of the church, whatever that is. I think Matthew is very clear with that, with the talents. But here, Luke is talking about which side are you going to be on? You don't know what's going to happen. Um, you're going to side with this nobleman who may or may not be king, who may or may not be despised. Are you going to try to make business with these people, the citizens who despise him? Are you willing to go into unfriendly territory and, uh, and carry his name with you, knowing you may be humiliated if he gets killed or he comes back humiliated and not having gotten that kingship? Whose side are you on? That is what this parable is inviting us into, even more than just what do we do with that coin. It's saying, okay, you've got the coin. You and I both do. What are we going to do? Whose side are we on? Two of them said, yeah, we're with you. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to proclaim your name. And I'm even more than proclaiming your name, I'm going to let the world know. I'm going to let these citizens know 
I'm with you. I'm with you. That's why, brothers and sisters, I believe this master, when he comes back as king now, uh, says, be in charge of 10 cities, be in charge of five, because I know where your loyalty lies. Not just your ingenuity, not just that you put your talents at my use, because you stood up when it was time to be reckoned with, and you didn't know which way that coin was going to fall. But you stood with me. And you, who hid it in the handkerchief because you were afraid, I know where you stand too. Brothers and sisters, this is a parable that, that simply invites us, point blank, are you and I willing? I mean, we even know the end of the story, brothers and sisters. They didn't. They're going right into the point where he's going to be crucified, and they're not going to know what happens, and they're going to think, did I, did I put my lot in with the wrong side? We know the end of the story. But our master is gone now, too. He's off getting that kingship. He's coming back king. Do we buy it? In a world where a whole lot of people aren't interested in hearing that or seeing what that means? He's inviting us into this story today. We have been given that pearl of great price. We've been given it. Will we bury it in a handkerchief, just knowing it for ourselves? Yeah, I believe he's going to be king, and I'm just going to hold on to that. Or are we willing to go out and make his name known and interact with all those who may or may not despise the very essence of what he stands for? And are we willing to stand with him in his absence right now and, uh, and proclaim it? And trust that um, that victory is taking place and it's just a matter of when, not if. I think that's the choice our God puts, us, puts before us today with this parable. Let's pray. Uh, we continue through the um, sorrowful mysteries this week. And so let's bring any intentions we have, any situations or individuals, place them before our Blessed Mother. We begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The uh, third sorrowful mystery, the crowning of thorns. Our Father who is in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, be well today. Uh, thanks for coming and, and breaking open God's word. Uh, enjoy the day, and may God's spirit uh, hold you close. God's peace.